Welcome back to GMs for Hire. I'm Matthew Perry alongside the usual gang, RJ, Jamil, and Will. We are back for the week 13 predictions of the NFL season. We took a week off last week. Uh, things were kind of busy because Thanksgiving and stuff. Hopefully all you guys had a good Thanksgiving, uh, got to spend time with your family, stuff like that, and had a good time. A little update on the standings. Jamil and Will are tied for first place. Both went 12-4 and four last week. Both are 113-64-1. Real tight race up top. Uh, in third place is myself. I'm only one game back at 112, 65, and one. I also went 12 and four last week. And RJ coming up the rear, he's four games back. He had a 10 and six week last week, and his overall record is 109, 68, and one. Things way closer than they were a couple of weeks ago. Uh, we differ on five games this week. Uh, we will start with the Sunday night games. Uh, I mean, not Sunday night, Sunday day games, uh, one o'clock games. And we'll get straight into it with the Saints and Falcons uh, for New Orleans, myself and Jamil for uh, I'm sorry for the Saints, myself and Jamil for the Falcons, RJ and Will. I'll start with RJ. Why are you going with the Falcons? Well, let's see. This would actually be the perfect game for the Falcons to just have a letdown game and not show up, right? They just blew the Raiders out last week, absolutely smoked them, got like, what, five or six turnovers on them or whatever. Um, they, they blew the Raiders out. They looked really good. This would be the perfect week for them to just fall flat on their face, not show up, division opponent, mail it in, and, and screw me, basically. But when you're in last place, you do different things, and uh, I thought I was going to be the only one that picked the Falcons. Will's riding with me. Atlanta's offense is really humming right now. They scored 43 last week without Julio Jones. This offense, we know they're good. Uh, the problem has been defensively. They can't stop anybody. They can't hold on to a lead. This offense can score. And I'm sorry, if, if, Drew, if the Saints are going to roll Taysom Hill out there to play quarterback, at the end of the day, I like former MVP Matt Ryan to outscore Taysom Hill. So I do think it's going to be a tight game because the Saints defense is really good. But let's be real. They actually have to play against a quarterback this week. They got lucky last week, played the Broncos, who didn't have a quarterback on their roster. Uh, now they have to go play Matt Ryan. I, uh, I think this Atlanta team can score, and I think they're going to score more than New Orleans. Jamil, you picked New Orleans. Do you think Taysom Hill can outplay Matt Ryan? Um, number one, let's just get perfectly clear. We all know I'm not picking the Falcons. I think that's just a given at this point. Like, I'm just not, not going to do it. I don't care who they're playing. I'm not doing it. Well, I do care who they're playing, but I'm not doing it. Um, I'm I'm not on the Taysom Hill train. I don't think he's that good of a quarterback. He's getting the job done, but this Falcons defense is not good either, and I just think that the Saints rushing attack is going to get the job done. Moving on to the next game that we differ on, we have the Detroit Lions taking on the Chicago Bears. RJ's all alone in selecting the Detroit Lions as myself, Jamil, and Will all picked the Chicago Bears. RJ, let's hear it. Why are you going with Detroit? Again, they're going to outscore Chicago. Uh, Chicago looked about as bad as a football team can look when they played the Packers this past Sunday night. I love Mitch Trubisky. Go Heels. That's my dude. But this team cannot score. Like, they just flat out are not capable of scoring touchdowns. Detroit can score touchdowns. We saw them get in like a mini shootout with Houston on Thanksgiving Day. Detroit's going to score points, and I just don't trust Trubisky. I don't trust anybody on Chicago's offense to go up there and go toe-to-toe -to -toe with Detroit. 
Will, as the Bears fan, I feel inclined to go to you. What are your thoughts on that? Trubisky in his very short career still has yet to lose to the Lions. Uh, it's the one team that he, for some reason, can't manage to lose to. Uh, even whenever you thought that there was no chance, DeAndre Swift manages to drop a ball wide open in the end zone. Uh, whenever it comes to the Detroit Lions, what can go wrong will go wrong whenever they face Mitch Trubisky. They'll find some type of way to find it. And the Bears are in desperate win-now mode now if they still want to sit and have any remote chance at a playoff spot, um, especially with the way the Cardinals are playing right now. So uh, the Bears need to figure a way to turn something around, and this is one of those games left on their schedule that they have to win if they want to make the plays, uh, the postseason. So, Next game, I'm kind of shocked to see Will by himself on this one. We have the Cleveland Browns taking on the Tennessee Titans. Uh, like, like I said, Will all alone on his own island for uh, the Cleveland Browns, while Jamil, RJ, and myself are all in favor of the Tennessee Titans. Will, I'll send it right back to you. Why are you going with the Browns? This is a weird game for me just because of Tennessee's defense. Like, ten, I, I don't trust Tennessee's defense at all. It, it's one of those to where I, I didn't expect them to do well against the Colts this, this last week, and they did just fine. Uh, the, the previous time they played Indianapolis, I thought they were going to do great, and they didn't even show up. It, it's one of those to where I can't trust Tennessee enough to come out there and do it, and – uh, I, I just expect that uh, whenever it comes down to running backs, I, I would take the duo of Chubb and Hunt before I take Derrick Henry by himself. And so I would I, – I mean, they lead the NFL in rushing yards combined. They're the number one rushing attack in the NFL. So mm -hmm. I'm, I'm going to take Cleveland over that just for the sake of that. that. That whole running back thing was kind of a, a hot take in my opinion. But I, I, saw Jamil's, I saw Jamil's facial expression change. Jamil, I'll ask you uh, how you feel about this. This is going to be like a good old-fashioned uh, 1876 football game. I don't know if they're playing in 1876. But uh, the quarterbacks, they, man, take the day off. You're putting the ball in the stomach of your running backs. The game's going to end in two hours. Um, I think it's going to be a pretty good game. But I don't know, man. The way Derrick Henry's running the ball, I don't think I could take anyone in the world over that, man. Uh, when that man gets to the second level, I'd actually be scared for myself, my future kids, and their kids' kids. Hmm. Um, I just wouldn't want to go up with that, against that, man. Derrick Henry should be an MVP candidate. He's not getting the respect he That's deserves. That's facts. He's so underrated. You're not wrong. Honestly. Three, three, what was it, three touchdowns last week in the first half against the Colts, right? Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, it's stupid. That, that shit was crazy. But, Somebody played uh, him in fantasy last week, listen, didn't they? <laughs> brief, sidebar, brief sidebar. I'm in three leagues. In, two of my, in one league, I played Derrick Henry, like 40 points. In another league, I played Tyreek Hill, 72 points. Brief sidebar. Brief sidebar, I played Derrick Henry, DK Metcalf, and Tyreek Hill all in the same league. That guy's got a good team. Nope. Oh, my God. Nope. I didn't stand a chance. <laughs> I, was lucky enough, I was lucky enough to have Tyreek, and, and I won by quite a bit. So, Oh, literally, the worst part about that, Will, is that those games were all in different windows. Like, you sat down for the 1 o'clock games. You're like, oh, that's all right. I can bounce great. <laughs> they work like game started. Especially, here's yeah, the fun okay. part. Had Antonio Gibson drop three touchdowns on Thanksgiving. Felt great. No. Against you? No, I had him. Oh, okay, okay. I had him. I felt awesome. I was like, all right, sweet. Great start to the week. And then he had Will Fuller sit on his bench. Oh. And I was like, oh. I was like, it's dub season, baby. Guy scored the least amount of points all three of his wide receivers. <laughs> it wasn't even fun. Hey, whatever. We'll move on to the 4 o'clock hour for Sunday. Uh, Will's back on his own island for this one, too. 
Uh, another kind of shocker, honestly. Uh, the, the Los Angeles Rams are taking on mm. Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals. Will be and Jared Goff. Will is all alone. That shouldn't even be allowed. For this week's Jared Goff season. Will, back to you. I picked them last week and they lost, so it felt good. I want to do it again. No, I'm playing. Um, the Arizona Cardinals are a jump ball away from losing four straight. Uh, they are desperately hanging on to a number seven spot in which they don't have an easy task to, to end up getting to the playoffs. There's a couple teams right behind them who could get hot and make a playoff push. Um, and the Rams are a flip-floppy team because of Jared Goff. If, if Jared Goff could be consistent, it, they'd be unstoppable because that defense is absolutely amazing. But whenever it comes down to it, Jared Goff's going to show up for one game and he's not going to show up for the next. He didn't show up for the last game, so he's going to show up here. RJ, I know you're a very, very big Kyler Murray fan. I have to ask you uh, about the Cardinals taking on the Rams. Like, is it, This is going to be close, I, I think, but what are your thoughts on it? Yeah, no, division matchups are always close. Uh, rarely ever, honestly, do you see blowouts in division games um, unless you just have an absolute trash team in your division. What's up? Let's do the Bucks and the Saints. Well, yeah, that that <laughs> yeah. was – we don't even want to count that. We don't think about that. I don't, even, I don't want to talk but about But anyway, anything. no, this Cardinals team, you're right. They have problems. But, like, this is still a very good team, I think, especially offensively. They got to fix some things defensively. Kyler Murray does need to be a little more consistent. He needs to get more consistent help from his receivers and from his running backs specifically. Um, but listen, the Rams, I will, I'm going to die on this hill. I don't know why the Rams are good. I can't, I know their secondary is probably the best in the league. I get it. Aaron Donald's a freak, but like offensively, they just have a bunch of guys. There is nobody on that offense, and I mean nobody, not one person that I think is special, not one. Like, I think they just got a group of guys that are playing well together, and it's it's working for them, good for them. But that team in Arizona, they've got studs left and right on that offense. And, again, everybody's going to think I just love offense. Arizona's going to outscore L.A. Like, I just think Kyler Murray, he's going to get back into form the way he needs to be with his stud receivers. It's uh, it's going to be a close one, but I, I still – I'm going to give the edge to Arizona. It'll definitely be an important matchup no matter what, considering it's in division and we're right in the middle of a playoff push at this point. But uh, we'll head to the last game that we differ on, and it's a split. Uh, Jamil and RJ taking the New England Patriots while Will and myself are taking the Los Angeles – Chargers, almost said Rams. Uh, Jamil, let's get your thoughts on Cam Newton and the Patriots. Uh, the Patriots got a much needed win last week against the uh, Arizona Cardinals. I don't like the team we just talked about. You know, they got last like a field goal to win the game. Um, this is a big game for them. You know, they're trying to find a way into that playoff spot. The last one, the AFC, they're probably going to have to win out or win uh, for the, or they can afford to maybe lose one game. Obviously, the Chargers, they have a good offense, but, um, They've been making some bonehead decisions to me on the offensive side of the ball. Anthony Lynn is in danger of losing his job. And I just think if you get Bill Belichick against a rookie quarterback, he's going to find ways to make it tough on him to make plays. Uh, you can stop Keen Allen. You can stop this offense. Obviously, that's a tough task because he's one of the best receivers in the game. But I think they're going to do all they can to slow him down and slow down Justin Herbert. Yeah, Justin Herbert's on kind of a historic pace as a rookie. I know he's he's on pace to set quite a few <clears throat> records. Uh, Will, do you think Justin Herbert's play will be enough to beat the Pats and their defense? 
No, 100 uh, percent. I don't even think it's a question. To be fair, Cam Newton's the only quarterback last week that couldn't manage to get more yards than uh, Taysom Hill and Kendall Hinton combined. Literally the only quarterback who could not do it. He had 87 yards and they took a W and people are going to act like this isn't a problem. Cam Newton is an issue right now. Cam Newton is a liability on offense. Whenever it comes down to it, he has not been passing well. Uh, listen to it, RJ. Take it in. All right. I mean, you're not he, wrong. He is a liability. Who's he throwing to? It don't matter who you're throwing to. A good quarterback can make a good offense. Jacoby yeah, to Myers, a certain extent. To a certain extent, my God, he took Devin Funchess and Jericho Cotri to the Super Bowl. He can't do it with these footlocker employees the Patriots have. Oh, my God. Let's calm down. He made Jacoby Myers a 100-yard receiver just a couple weeks ago. What's the problem? Did you hear what you just said? Oh, I heard myself loud and clear. You heard the words that just came out of your mouth. Jacoby Myers. Yeah. You heard it. I'd rather have Jacoby Brissett catching balls. That's fine. Not a bad idea. I'm sorry. I don't care who your wide receivers are. 78 passing yards at the end of the day is a problem. Uh, I don't care who you are. You're at the NFL, okay? I don't care who you are. All your wide receivers, that can be an issue too, okay? But this is a liability of an offense. This is a team that does not show up. This team has no identity. This team has no idea who exactly they are. And because of that, the Patriots are inconsistent. We're having a very rough season so far. They're they're not going to get it done. The Chargers' defense is absolutely abysmal, but their offense is clicking. So I will take the fact that the Chargers are going to be able to score more than the Patriots at the end of the game. RJ, any final words on this matchup before we move on? Bill Belichick doesn't lose to rookie quarterbacks, and uh, Cam Newton is actually the only good player out of the entire starting 11 that New England rolls out on offense. Like, they actually are inept at every single position except quarterback, but their quarterback is looking bad because everybody else is garbage. Uh, Yeah, look, he played awful last week. What do you have, 70 passing yards, two picks, yeah, that's garbage. And he he was even pissed off at the end. Like, he, he looked like they just lost the game. He was pissed. But, oh, my God, like, you can only do so much. Jamil, do you have any thoughts on this? No, I, I, I was asking you guys, did you, did you all see the end of the Chargers-Bills game last week when the Chargers caught the Hail Mary? They ran to the line. There was, like, 10 seconds left in the game. There was, like, 20 seconds left in the game. And then they ran the ball. Like, they had no timeouts. There's 20 seconds left. They ran the ball. Then it scored, went up. Justin Herbert like threw the ball to the ground with, like ten seconds, with two seconds left. And then the last play of the game, he went to go do a quarterback sneak, but the old line thought he was passing, so they all backed up and they knocked him down. It's not going to be a problem in this game because the Chargers are going to be so far ahead of the Patriots; it's not even going to be close. Yeah, I don't think they're going to score that much though. Well, after this, I think this game is going to be horrible. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, after this little back and forth, I know a game I'm paying attention to this week, but oh, that was great. Yeah, that was that was very good. That was fun. Uh, we'll move to the games we have in common. You know, this this part of the video typically does not take too long. Uh, we'll start with the Sunday games. The Cincinnati Bengals are taking on the Dolphins. Uh, all four of us have the Dolphins. I personally don't think the Bengals will win another game without Joe Burrow. I will. I'll open the floor honestly because I don't have much to say about this game, and there really isn't much to say. If anyone has anything to add. The Dolphins have a good defense. The Bengals have no offensive line, as we saw. This isn't going to be good for them. It strictly comes down to defense. There's no reason to take Miami other than that. Yeah, I mean, easy to, easy to say. There you go. Uh, 
The Jacksonville Jaguars are taking on the Minnesota Vikings. Dalvin Cook was injured last game, but he's not set to miss any time. So he'll be healthy Sunday. All four of us are picking the Minnesota Vikings. RJ, anything to say on this one? Yeah, Jacksonville's in full tank mode. That's uh, that's about it. All, all for Trevor. Uh, Trevor will be in Jacksonville with Ugh. within a matter of months. Um, no, ju- Justin Fields will. No, he's going to he's going to New York. Hey, we don't know yet. That that takes us to the next game. The Raiders taking on the Jets. The Raiders got blown out last week. You know who knows what could happen. Don't do it. Don't pull an RJ. All all four, all four of us do have the Raiders over the Jets, but we'll all be correct. Week we're all going to be correct. I hope so for for pickups. No, no, I can promise you, we'll all be correct. Listen, it is interesting when a West Coast team. It's interesting. When a West Coast team has to play a one o'clock game on the East Coast and that you got Jared that Goffstein. ten o'clock body time, their body clock happened last week when they played Atlanta. Uh, but no, it's it's the Jets. If you're going to play a one o'clock game on the East Coast, you hope it's against the Jets, and they got lucky. So yeah, the Raiders should be pissed off and should blow the doors off the Jets. They might raise some eyebrows though. Who knows? Okay. <laughs> We'll move on to uh, the Washington football team who had a very good Thanksgiving. They took a victory over the Dallas Cowboys, I want to say. Uh, they are taking on the undefeated Pittsburgh Steelers. Of course, all four of us are taking the undefeated Steelers. Will, anything to add on this game? Yeah, if they don't get a running game back, if James Conner doesn't show back up in Pittsburgh, this is going to be a way too close of a game. The, the, that's my one thought on this game. I'm going to take Pittsburgh just because the defense and they've been playing lights out whenever the offense lacks, the defense is still there, but this Washington football team, for some reason, finds a sneaky way to score every once in a while. Antonio Gibson's a beast. Terry McLaren is a, is a great wide receiver as well. They've got a lot of underrated pieces out there out in Washington. And the Pittsburgh looked terrible tonight, at least uh, on today, the day of, that we were recording it. Uh, they didn't look great whenever it came to the offense. The only reason they score that much is because of a pick six. So they need a running game. They need to figure something out there in Pittsburgh because their their undefeated streak could be in danger. I don't, I don't, I don't think it's going to be the football team but they've got a lot of impressive, or I should say a lot of harder games coming up and they need to figure something out quick. Honestly, the football team have had some good moments this year. I mean, they've looked good on occasion and if they can hold on to what they've kind of built on this season, you know, they, they could have a bright future, but yeah, this game could honestly be closer than, than many people think. They finally picked a quarterback. Finally. Yeah. I mean, they finally figured out the answer. It's Alex Smith, at least for now. Yeah, for the season. It's definitely yeah, not. It's definitely not the future yeah. answer. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it's definitely not Alex Smith for the future, but they've at least figured it out for now. And right now, that's all you need because that division is still hot garbage. So it's always a good story, though, Alex Smith. It's always nice. Congratulations to, hear. to the guy. Yeah. Moving forward to uh, the Colts and Texans. All four of us are going with the Colts. Jamil, thoughts on this one? Um, the Texans' defense is horrible. Will Fuller is out for the season now because he got suspended. The Texans, I think, have the worst run defense in the league, so I uh, expect a heavy dose of Wilkins, Hines, and Taylor. Is J.J. Watt a Texan after this season? Um, I don't know. I think it's going to be up to him. <laughs> I know. I kind of just threw that in there, but I was curious. I was curious. Depends on the answers, honestly. I think he is. I think he's a Texan for life. Put him on the Steelers. Oh. He's one of those guys that should be a, no, a team, a certain certain team for life, because he's just kind of their leader. You, you kind of see it, but it wouldn't yeah, shock I mean, you. 
It yeah. wouldn't shock me if they traded him, honestly. That'd be cool to see uh, Watt and Watt on one side. That's what I'm saying. That would be awesome, yeah. Especially cool. since TJ's on the rise. That'd be cool. I want to see the Watts and the Posts. He's one rated D end right now in the league. Yeah, he, he's playing really well. be terrifying. Moving to a game that pretty much is already in the books, in my opinion at least. The New York Giants are taking on the Seattle Seahawks. All four of us are going with the Seahawks. Uh, RJ, I'll get your thoughts on this one. Who's the Giants going to play at quarterback this week? Is it going to be Colt? Is it going to be Colt McCoy? I hope so. For, <laughs> I mean, hey, yeah, I mean, I, I like Colt McCoy, but man, that's uh, that's a tough one. You hate to see that. I remember watching him at Texas. Those were good times. Hmm. That's better days. That's the way to yeah, play. that's probably the best thing you could say about Colt McCoy. But anything from there is downhill. Uh, but yeah, they're going against potential MVP Russell Wilson. Who knows? Uh, and then DK Metcalf, who's on an absolute tear. Uh, career career high in receiving yards last week, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong. think so. Yeah. It's going to be rough for that Giants defense. Uh, moving forward, we have the Philadelphia Eagles taking on the Green Bay Packers. All four of us went with Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Not a big question mark on this game, but Will, I'll get your thoughts on it. Die, Eagles, die. That's what's happening right now. Uh, they are very unfortunate because – this is a team that's been just uh, – no team has been bitten harder by the injury bug than the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, granted, did I have high expectations the, for them? The 49ers. Don't say the 49ers. Don't say the 49ers. Don't I mean, they technically, technically it's the 49ers. I think no. it's about even. You want to talk about a team who has missed time from both of their running backs similar to the 49ers. Okay, I'll give you that. Okay. They're on practice squad wide receivers and – Four of their five offensive linemen are all gone. Weren't the Niners on practice squad receivers at a time, though? I'm almost The positive. Niners played a whole game of backup yeah. receivers. The yeah, they, they had to play a whole game. I, don't know. I think it's about even. And now the Niners came and play at home the rest of the season. So, well, yeah. No, they worked it out. I'm pretty sure they can. No, they're playing, they're, they're playing their game this week in Arizona. Yeah. Really? Yeah. They came and practice at home. That's news to me. I mean, I mean that, that's something that's bigger than football. So, it is what it is. But, yeah, that, that does suck for them. Um, yeah, but the Packers, I don't think there's any question of them winning. Uh, they got Aaron Rodgers, and the Eagles have Carson Wentz. You know how that Billy's is. just trash right now, dude. It's just bad. Like, they're just so bad. Carson Wentz does not know how to play quarterback anymore. I don't know what happened to him. Like you mentioned, they have had a ton of injuries. They can't keep a running back healthy. They have no good wide receivers. This Philly team is trash. Like, Green Bay should beat them by 30, and if they don't, they're frauds. <laughs> they're, they're the frauds. Yeah. I don't know if they're frauds. but Yeah, I don't nah, know. They're frauds, dude. Philly is garbage. It shouldn't be a close game. That, that, that being, that being the whole point. Yeah. This, okay, now moving to a game that I, I really wanted to get into. I feel so bad for this team. Uh, the Denver Broncos now have to go to Arrowhead and take on the Kansas City Chiefs after getting kind of – Screwed over having to play the New Orleans Saints without a quarterback. Uh, getting blown out by them. They go to another first-place team this week and are most likely set to get blown out again. I don't have very high hopes for them scoring many points. And Matt uh, – not Matt. Pat Mahomes and Tyreek Hill are coming off a tear on a Bucks defense that is better than the Broncos defense at least. Uh, RJ, I'll get your thoughts on this one. 
I don't really care who's playing quarterback for the Broncos. They had a 0% chance they were going to win this game. I mean, they're going to go out there and they are going to get smoked. I have no idea why this is a Sunday night game. I don't know why NBC didn't look at the schedule a couple weeks ago and be like, wait a minute, we've got Tennessee playing Cleveland at 1 o'clock and we've got Kansas City playing Denver at 8 o'clock? No, 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 no. We need to switch that. Like, I'd much rather see Browns-Titans on Sunday night football. Those are two playoff teams versus a cakewalk for Patrick Mahomes when he probably won't even play much in the fourth quarter. I mean, they are going to blow the doors off of Denver. You mentioned you feel bad for Denver. It is what it is. Um, I, I don't like the NFL moving these games around. I think if a game is supposed to be played on a specific day, you're going to play it on that specific day. If you don't have your normal roster to play it, you better find someone who can play. They did the right thing with Denver, making them play the Saints, but it looks bad when you sat here and moved the Ravens game five times just to be nice and courteous to them because they're a potential playoff team, and you bend it over backwards, and you let RG3 play. It's like, no. The Ravens should have played on Thanksgiving night without their running backs, without Lamar Jackson. Let them take it on the chin against Pittsburgh on national television for the whole world to see. Let them take it on the chin, and that'll get everybody to be like, hey, you know, maybe we got to, you know, be more responsible with what we're doing, wearing masks, going out, stuff like that. I have no problem with the NFL making Denver play without a quarterback against the Saints. I like it. But you need to be consistent with every team in the league. Don't sit here and move the Ravens game five times just to make sure they get to play and then screw the Broncos like that. Nah, screw everybody. That's what we need to do. Yeah, this could this topic alone could be a whole separate episode. I know I know we've talked about it quite a bit outside uh, the the meetings we have here. But yeah, I mean, in, in all honesty, in the end, you know, this could have all been fixed if the Broncos signed Tebow. I mean, really, you, you signed. Could have all been Tebow. fixed if they played their game on Thursday. This you signed Tim Tebow at the beginning of the season, you go 10 and six. I mean, it is what it is. These are facts. I'm just, I'm just speaking them. I'm just know. saying, I don't get why you're going to push this Baltimore Pittsburgh game back, 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 keep pushing it back. And then just end up with the same exact team that you were going to play with on Thursday night. Anyway. I mean, exactly. that RG three came out there with what Gus what was it? Gus Andrews or Gus Edwards. Gus Edwards. Yeah. Yeah. Like, is the same exact team that we were going to see on Thursday if they would have played on Thursday. Like, why did we push it all the way back to Wednesday? It got moved to Sunday. Okay, well, Sunday's not good enough. Now it's Monday. Okay, now it's Tuesday. Now it's Wednesday. Why? And now Denver's out here playing with a with a backup practice squad wide receiver as a quarterback. Like, what is that? Like, that is absolutely terrible. Like, I understand it is what it is. I think the Denver should be playing. Like, I understand. But at the same time, Baltimore needs to be there too because Baltimore wasn't doing much with Lamar and Ingram and Dobbins anyway. I mean, they were getting, they were good offensively. I mean, they run, that's what they do, but they weren't winning. I mean, they've been losing. They've been really struggling here recently. So why are you trying to make special exceptions for the Ravens? Like, it's so stupid. It's, it's, oh my God. It's, it's ironic. Jones is a bitch. It's, it's ironic too, because if they, if they pushed the Denver game back even a couple more days, I believe the day after the Broncos played like Monday or Tuesday, all uh, been cleared. yeah, they all got cleared Driscoll Rippon, and um, lock all, all were negative. So yep. if they would have pushed it back even a little bit more, like they did Baltimore, the Baltimore game, 
the Broncos would have not stood a chance against the Saints, honestly, but they would have had some more offense at least. I mean, it would have helped. It just kept getting pushed back just to try to get Lamar Jackson on television. That's all it was. It's fair. Fair. I, can't, I mean, you can't blame him for trying, but I mean, I don't think that's what it was because there was no way there was no, but they had a lot of COVID. They there was no possibility he could have played like the whole time. Fair. They, they had a lot the of running cases. backs could have came back, but they didn't have even play that. So it was kind of stupid. Cases. Yeah. But there's still no reason. If you're supposed to play that day, you're supposed to play that day. I think part of the reason they made the Broncos play was because they got the case, there was only three and they got them so late. Like the Ravens, they started getting them on mon- the Sunday and then the Monday. Yeah. There's been a whole speculation that like they got yeah. caught without wearing a mask too. So this was yeah. the way of making them pay, which is stupid. But which if the Ravens had COVID cases last what Monday, you had time to adjust and see who's going to play before Thursday, the Broncos, it was the day before. Oh, we don't have a quarterback. Uh Oh, like, no, there's no excuses for the Ravens. You had time to figure out what you were going to do. And the NFL just bailed you out. I don't like that. I think they need to be more consistent. Let's just hope for the rest of the season, no one gets as much COVID as the Ravens just had, because that's a dangerous amount. Uh, And everyone can hopefully stay on the healthy side. Screw you, Jerry Jones. Yeah. Maybe Jerry Jones can get COVID. I don't know, but. Oh my Jesus. I didn't wait. I'm not wishing it on him, but. And we'll, we'll move to the final game. We'll move to the final game. Uh, the Buffalo Bills are taking on the San Francisco 49ers in what would probably be an early 90s classic, but here it's just a Monday night game. Uh, all four of us are going with the Buffalo Bills. Who wants to finish it up? Who's, who's feeling it? The wagon, like the Buffalo Bills. No, nah, I think other offense is coming together. You know, we, we all know that Allen and Diggs have been a good connection um, on the other side of the ball. Throwing in it's a Niners team, you know they're still a little depleted. Though. We know the Niners are going to want to they're going to want to run the football and they're going to want to use gadget plays to get the ball in the hands of Ayuk and Samuel. And um, I think the Bills will be able to slow it down. They'll score enough points to win the game. Um, the the Niners are still hurt a lot. Let's be honest. Uh, they're still running out with Mozart, who just came back off IR, and the rest of the banged up running back crew. Yeah, no, I, I think they need a quarterback. For some reason, a couple of days ago, I saw that the 49ers were like a slight favorite. And I was like, okay, that doesn't make any sense. Uh, yeah, Josh Allen's going to go in there and he's going to do his thing. 49ers are just hurt right now. That's I mean, that's all you can say about them. Sucks. You know, I look, I thought they were going to have a Super Bowl hangover anyway. I definitely thought they were going to regress this year. But with all their injuries, I mean, wow. They, they really got handed a bad deal this year. The 49ers are picking a good time to pick it up, but I don't know if this is one of those games remaining. They have a couple games where it's a relatively easy win. They they face a couple of NFC East teams, but um, I don't I don't think this is one that's going to help them out any. Josh Allen this Sunday. I mean, sorry, Monday night. Over or under three hundred and a half passing yards. Oh, over, yeah. Three, I was like 300 and a half with you. So I thought I was going to say 350. I was confused. Yeah, that's what I thought you were trying to no, say. No, because like, you guys what? always give me you guys always give me shit when I say the base one because you're like, oh, what if they get it on the on the dot? Like, uh, yeah, no, you're right. No, you're correct. Yeah. No, I'd go over 300 yards. Yeah, they don't have a run game. They, yeah. they have none. They they probably have the worst running backs in the NFL, um, or, or at least pushing it. I mean, Zach Moss and Devin Singletary have been terrible. Um, it, it, it's all been passing it, uh, every single bit of it. So yeah, I'd go over 300. Yeah, absolutely. RJ. Yeah, yeah I'm with it. 
All right, we'll see how Allen and the Bills play Monday night. But uh, for now, those have been our Week 13 predictions. Still a very close race. Everyone within four games of each other heading into the the thick of the season, the very end, the most important part. Uh, For Jamil, RJ, and Will, I've been Matthew Perry. We've been the GMs for Hire, and we'll see you next time.